You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. Welcome to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. We're talking in this series about resisting the devil. I'm going into great detail about this. And uh, we're laying a foundation for why we can resist the devil. And now I want to turn you to the book of Mark, chapter 1, verse 27. Uh, This is speaking about the people around Jesus who saw him minister. And it says, Then they were all amazed, so that they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority he commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. Now Jesus ministered with an authority and power that no one in Israel, none of its prophets, including Moses, none of them ever came close to operating like he did. Moses knew the Lord face to face. Jesus was the Lord. He was the Word made flesh. So he had the Spirit without measure. That's according to John the Baptist. Now, the Spirit of God was on Moses, but Moses was a human being. Moses had not yet been born again. may be hard for some people to recognize that, but it is the truth. The new birth did not happen until after the cross. I'll show it to you in a later episode of this. So Jesus is God. He is operating in all of the power of the Spirit. So no prophet ever operated like he did. And not one of the prophets ever spoke a word of rebuke to an evil spirit. There's a reason for that. They never had a word from God to do it. God didn't give anyone a command to do that, did not authorize anyone to do that, and it is because not one human being stood in authority over an evil spirit in all of the Old Testament. Nobody could do it. They were all subject to sin. Jesus was not subject to sin for this reason He was able to rebuke demonic powers. Now, I want to turn you to the Gospel of Mark, and we're going to begin reading in chapter 1, verse 21. Pay attention to these. Then they went to Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath, he entered the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. I want to tell you something right now. If you want to see people helped, you have to put them under authority. Authority is what releases blessing. You know, there was a centurion that came to Jesus, and uh, he said, my servant is sick, grievously vexed with the palsy. Jesus said, I'll come and heal him. And he said, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. All you have to do is speak the word only. My servant will be healed. And this is what he said. He said, I am a man under authority, and I have soldiers under me. So he's saying, there's authority over me. Here I am, and I have people under me. So I'm in the chain. And he's in effect saying to Jesus, you're in that same chain. You're submitted to God. 
Here you are in the middle, and when you speak to demonic powers or diseases, they have to obey you because you're in the chain. You're in the direct line of authority. Jesus said about this man, I have not seen so great faith, no, not in Israel. He said he had great faith. Only two people that Jesus said that about. In this instance, the thing that made the man's faith so great was his understanding of authority. When you are not sure of where you stand, your faith will not be great. That is why it's so important for you to build a solid foundation for the things that you do. You know, we begin this series talking about taking authority over the devil, resisting the devil, but I didn't just jump in and begin to give you one illustration after another of how we resist the devil and you deal with demons like this and this and this. What I wanted to do was to lay down the authority for what it is that we do. I'm showing you the scriptures that give you very secure and solid information about why this works. Why does it matter now and why you can do this, all right? Now, they were astonished at his teaching for he taught them as one who had authority and not as the scribes. Now, there was a man in their synagogue with an unclean spirit, and he cried out. Now, this is interesting. Uh, he probably didn't cry out all the other times, but he cried out when Jesus came. And this is what unclean spirits do. They distract. They try to pull you aside. They, they try. Before I began this teaching today, there was a man influenced by the devil in traffic who began to honk and yell at me, and 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 I, I still don't know what I did. Maybe I did something wrong. But anyway, it was an attempt of the enemy to distract me, to get me all shook up before I could come in here and teach you. I chose to reject it. I didn't allow it to happen. I didn't allow it to take any root. That may have happened to you, and you didn't realize where it came from. Listen to me. There are people who, who may be good people, but they don't even realize it at times. They're yielding to the devil. Peter did that. He told Jesus he wouldn't have to go to the cross. Jesus rebuked the devil, not because Peter was the devil. Peter temporarily yielded to an evil spirit, and people do that all the time. How do you deal with it? You quietly take authority over it under your breath. You don't have to yell and scream, but you take authority over that, and the thing has to leave. Now, there was a man in the synagogue with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with you. That's the way the devil always is. He wants to try to intimidate you with numbers. Uh, what have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Do you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. So this man didn't have one demon, he had many. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, be quiet and come out of him. So Jesus separates the demons from the man. Be quiet, come out of him. He's talking to what is in him. And when the unclean spirit had convulsed him, so the man began to yell and scream, fall on the floor, he cried out with a loud voice, and he came out of him. Then they were all amazed, so that they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority he commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him, and immediately his fame spread throughout all the region around Galilee. In other words, they were 
pretty much focused on this demonic power being cast out, not as much the healings as it was the demonic power. He had authority. Now, these, these demonic powers not only obeyed him, but they knew him. They recognized him. And they will recognize any child of God. And I'll show you that later. But uh, they recognized Jesus. They also are trying to make a place for themselves by saying, we too have a right to be here. He may be the most high God, but we're, we're gods too. And so they always referred to him as the most high God. The angel Gabriel said to Mary about Jesus, he will be called the son of the most high. She probably didn't think about that being an accusation. But most of the time that we read in the New Testament, when God was called the Most High God, it was because they were uh, it, there were demon-possessed people saying that. That's how they always referred to Him, the Most High God. The demon-possessed called Him the Son of the Most High. Listen to Luke 8, 28. What have I to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, do not torment me. And then Mark 1, Then he healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons, and he did not allow the demons to speak. Why? Because they knew him. So Jesus took direct authority over these demons, but he didn't stop with that. Now, even before the cross, he delegates on credit authority over the devil to his followers. Luke 9, 1, then he called his 12 disciples together, gave them power and authority over all demons to cure diseases. Now, he hadn't yet died on the cross. He is going to do that and free them of their sins, but they are temporarily going to walk in his authority, and they begin to rebuke demons, and the demons obeyed them. Luke 10, 1, wasn't enough for the 12 to do it. After these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. He gave them authority over demonic spirits. Uh, now, why 12 and why 70? Well, 12 is the number of government. And so when Jesus called 12 disciples, he's calling a jury together. They're going to pass a verdict, and they're going to rule with authority. So he picks 12 guys, and they, they are witnesses who give witness in a court. And so that's why he calls the 12. The 70 refers to Genesis 10. And if you read Genesis 10, you will see that there are 70 nations of the world that are recognized by God in Genesis 10. So the 70 others have to do as a, with a, they're a symbol of all the nations of the earth. So when Jesus is calling the 70 others, even though they're still going and preaching in Israel, he's using that as a symbol. They're going into all the world, and guess what? They also had authority over the devil. Now, they got real excited about this authority. And in Luke 10, 17, it says, Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. He's saying you have complete authority over demonic power. But listen to what he said as he closes. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. In other words, he is saying your relationship with God 
is far more important than your relationship with the devil. In fact, if you don't have a relationship with God, you will not have authority over the devil. And if your relationship with God is compromised, the devil will have a place in your life to attack you. And so he's telling them that their authority is due directly to the fact that they are seated in heaven, their names are written in heaven, and that they are righteous in heaven, they've been declared not guilty before God. And this is done, again, on credit, because the cross hasn't yet happened, but it's very near to coming, and he wanted to prepare them for the authority they would have as soon as the resurrection was complete and he ascended into heaven. So what I want you to see is that they operated in authority over the demons because the demons knew who they were. Now imagine that you're in a battle, and you're working against hostile powers, and you can't recognize them. You don't know who they are, but they know who you are, and they can see you. What a great disadvantage that is. So for us to be in the army of the Lord, doing God's work, without the ability to take authority over demonic powers, that would put us at a tremendous disadvantage. We're going to talk about how we retake the advantage in tomorrow's lesson, so don't dare miss it. I'll see you then. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below? And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below or going to myfaithroots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.